Hey everyone, welcome back to Money Mindset Monday. I'm your host, Amber from feelgoodfinances.com. In this episode, I wanted to talk about pacing, especially when it comes to your money journey. Let's dive in. We tend to celebrate and admire those who can move and learn and execute quickly. At least in my experience, it can feel like the speed of sound is good, but the speed of light is even better. It's exciting, and I'm certainly guilty of this. In many places in life, this makes sense. Though, as I've grown older, I've learned that while moving as fast as possible can at times be helpful, it's not always beneficial or appropriate. The more I think about it, the more I've realized how important intentionally pacing ourselves can be for our well-being and sustainability. Let me explain with an example. When I was in high school, I was a runner, cross-country and long-distance track. Whether I was competing in a 5K for cross-country or the mile for track, pace was everything. Start out too fast, which I've definitely done before in the beginning days, and the race becomes this horribly grueling trek that feels like it's happening in slow motion and may never end. Start out too slow, and I miss the opportunity to challenge myself in a racing environment. Distance running is so much about the mind. I remember how easy it can be to forget about how important the body is, too. And the point of getting into distance running wasn't to to destroy myself in the process, quite the opposite. At the end of it all, the key idea was running my own race. Whether I'm surrounded by dozens or even hundreds of other people for the bigger races, the message was the same. Run your own race. People might not understand what you're doing, especially in the middle of the meet, but this isn't their journey. It's important to prevent injury and unnecessary setbacks. It's okay to push yourself, but not if it's going to hurt you more than it'll help you. This meant holding myself to individual goals based on my personal capabilities and my own timetable. I'll get into this a bit more in just a second. The money journey is similar. My wish for you is not that you destroy yourself in the process by restricting yourself too much and hurting your own feelings by judging the journey, but rather to come out of the other side stronger, smarter, more confident in yourself and the life you've been able to build. When it comes to setting the pace of your money journey, there are some important considerations. This isn't an all-inclusive or exhaustive list by any means. These are just some ideas to consider. Let's break them down. Number one, where are you going? When I think about cross-country, specifically at the meets, there was always a route that we could follow. Before the actual race started, we get there super early, so we had time to stretch familiarize ourselves with where we were running, were there hills, were there different 
areas that we may not be familiar with because some of the courses are marked very clearly and some of them just have chalk on the ground. So taking that extra time to figure out where we were going was super helpful so we didn't have any surprises. If you run track, you're running in a circle, but you know exactly how many laps you're going to be running. Keeping all that in mind, you may have seen in the Olympics, especially for the sprinters, how they give everything they can until the very last second. You run through the finish line. You may have seen even on marathons where people stop running at the last second to start celebrating and someone else passes them at the last second because they ran through the finish line. It's important to know, where are we going? Are we going to the finish line? Are we going a few feet before it? And what is your actual finish line? If you don't know how long the race is, how are you supposed to know how fast to move? When it comes to your money journey, is your destination debt freedom? Something a little more nebulous but personalized like financial independence? Maybe someday you'd like to be a business owner. Remember, it's not set in stone. You can change the destination as you're going along. Number two, technique and strategy. Do it well the first time. Just before, when I was talking about the different hills and turns and textures of the course, some courses have asphalt and grass and dirt, and some places even have a lot of mud, depending on the area of the country you're in. It's important for you to know what your strengths are. If you can see it coming anyway, it's helpful to play to your strengths. Why are you doing things the way that you are? And if you don't know, it's a great time to slow down and reevaluate. One thing that's super important for athletics is training. What has your training prepped you to do? During practices, we take time to make sure our technique is good. That way we don't injure ourselves for these long runs, making sure we're preventing injuries and making sure we actually have a plan for these long races. If you have no training or support, that's worth looking into more. And remember, it's not always your fault. We do the best we can with what we have and what we know at the time. But it's worth considering if you've never had a chance to learn about personal finance or engage with people who are living the life that, you're li- that you want to live at some point, how do you know where to start? How do you know which direction to go? I argue that it's best to learn how to do things well before learning how to do things quickly. You know, if you haven't learned how to organize your money just yet and make informed decisions, it can be tempting to think it'll get easier as you get more money. But really, you just have more money to make the same mistakes, but with bigger consequences. It's important to factor in time for learning when you're setting your pace. Number three, focus. It's difficult to make progress in different directions at the same time. This sounds obvious, but it's easy to forget. Remember, you have to run your own race. Either you're doing a great job of minding your own business and doing what you need to do, or you're not. And if you're not, is it because your focus is on someone else? 
what are you using as your focus point to set your pace? Is it your own progress or what you think someone else thinks you should be doing? Are you trying to better yourself or are you comparing yourself to one of those nebulous societal things? When I think about Olympians and people who exercise because of health improvement goals, you have to remember you only see the tip of the iceberg. We see Olympians moving at the speed of sound sometimes it can seem like, doing all sorts of magnificent things. But if you're using that as your guideline when your goal was just to make sure that you feel stronger and you're moving your body a few times a week, it's not quite fair to compare yourself. Also, Olympians are known to work out full-time. If that's not what your mission is right now, your focus is health in this situation. If your focus is debt elimination, that's your focus. You got to keep the focus on you and what you're trying to accomplish. Number four, why are you doing this in the first place? For anything in life, but especially for your money journey. Some questions to ask yourself. Does this solve a major problem you're having in your life? Are you expecting this will change your relationships? Do you want to build a legacy? There will come a day when the pace feels too fast to maintain. If you're not clear about why you're pushing for that pace in the first place, then it's easy to stop. This is the answer to the commitment problem. You will have to sacrifice. It's a non-negotiable. The question is, how much are you willing to sacrifice? If you want to go fast, you're going to have to sacrifice a lot. There's only so many hours in a day. Which moves us to our next one, number five. Timetable and resources. This one's simple, but easy to overlook. A person who has more time and resources to commit to an activity or a project can move faster. However, they may choose not to do so, and that's totally fine. If you're limited on time, energy, resources of any kind, this is a reminder to give yourself a break. Remember, we can only do the best we can do with what we have, and what we have is always enough. You may have seen the memes that you and Beyonce have the same 24 hours in a day. That is true. Also, Beyonce has millions and millions of dollars to allocate to a team to help support her in creating all of these things that she does. That is not an accurate comparison, so please don't put yourself in that box. Number six, starting line. This is a big deal in running. It's important that we all run the same distance. That's why there are strict rules and guidelines about how to set up the start line for everyone so that it's as fair as possible. Of course, they'd be wonderful if that's how it worked in real life, but that's not quite the case. So give yourself some grace here. When you're clear about where you're actually starting, you can be clear about the obstacles ahead on your journey. You can't predict the future, but it does help to have a clear vision and a more accurate perspective. Number seven, order. 
This is generally a law of the universe. Before you can decide the pace you should go, you have to know where you're going, or at least a general direction to start. In order to be able to compete in a 5K, you need to be able to walk at least that far. Then once you can run that far without stopping, you're getting closer to figuring out your benchmarks and a training program that will work for you to accomplish your goal. All of this is to say, you can't get fruit from a tree that hasn't been planted yet. Your pace won't be perfectly the same at all seasons of your life. You're a human, not a robot. And finding a consistent stride may take some time, and that's okay. You may not know what works for you right away. But these things build upon each other. You can try to do them out of order, which will also affect your pace. It's all a learning experience, and it's okay that you figure things out as you go. Remember, the journey is at least as important as the destination. For destinations that are farther away, the journey is even more important. I think about the hero's journey. If you've never heard of it, do some research. You'll realize how common this trend is, but we don't apply it to ourselves even though we go through the same things. It's important that we slow down to realize and honor who we've become in the journey. When it comes to your personal money journey, it's quite likely that the version of yourself that got you into the situation you're experiencing now won't be able to get you out. And more importantly, keep you out of that situation. And that's why the hero's journey is so important. The person you are when you begin this journey won't be the same person you are at the end. If you're setting or chasing a pace not set by you or someone more knowledgeable with your best interests at heart, this is an invitation to make some changes. We hear about the lottery winners who end up in a worse financial situation than they were in before they got the money, or professional athletes who live paycheck to paycheck. Oftentimes, this is because those people weren't blessed with the opportunity to take the journey of transformation at a pace they set for themselves. The journey is painful. The journey can be very long. The journey can be fulfilling, awe-inspiring, and confusing all at the same time. But it's yours, so take pride in it. Before you go, a few gentle reminders. There's no need to judge the pace you're moving, growing, learning, or living. Your pace is your pace, and it's the perfect one for you right now. And you can change the pace whenever you feel it's necessary. What you have and what you know is enough to get started. Run your own race courageously and unapologetically. Thank you for listening and journeying with me. That's all for now. So until next time, take care and have a blessed day.